Welcome to Journey Partners. I'm Mark Connolly. And I'm Tonya Gajuso. This podcast is for those of you who are curious for change, want more happiness in your life, and want out of your self-sabotage cycle. We want to share our stories with you so that you see you're not alone in your struggles. By chance, Mark and I met years ago. We became close friends, and before we knew it, we created a safe space for each other. And that's what we want to do for you. Because for all of us, when we feel that we're in a safe space, that's when we can explore what's the root of our struggles, and that can lead to overcoming obstacles. So get ready to step into our safe space where you'll find so many ways to grow into your true self. And become the best version of you. Hello and welcome to the first episode of Journey Partners with Mark and Tonya. Hello, everyone. And today we're going to talk about following your fear. Okay. Can you explain that one, please, Tonya? Yeah, absolutely. So fear can be a thing that stops us in our life. But what we have found is that fear can actually be the road to getting what it is that you want. And following it is the way to get there. So really smashing through a fear. Well, you've got to recognize that you have a fear in the first place, no? Yes, absolutely. Well, seeing it and acknowledging it, and that's the whole point, right? Seeing the fear and then not letting it stop you, but then kind of asking it, like, what is it that you want me to do? So most of us really are controlled by fear, particularly in this kind of modern day and age, aren't we? I mean, it's almost paralyzing for many people in many different ways, both big and small. Yeah, absolutely. And it's a thing that we avoid. Fear actually controls our lives and our everyday actions and what we're doing. And so learning to overcome this is what has us bringing in more joy in our life. And it's like you said, fear then has us going to places of anger for not getting what it is that we want and just being resentful for certain things. So it could show up as a little thing, but there's so much more behind our fear. And it could show up in little minuscule ways. Like, you know, for me, I know that I don't do my sales calls and that I really should because it's going to grow my business, but fear of rejection shows up and it stops me from making those phone calls. Oh, I think a lot of people could identify with that one. Fear of rejection spans most people's lives. It hits most people at some point, wouldn't you say? Yeah, absolutely. And it could be something little, but then it also is like fear of dating, Just fear show up in these little ways of just like taking the next step of going to the gym, knowing that that's what your body needs and just doing these little things. But like you said, recognize them is the first thing that helps then to bash that boulder. Funny you mentioned that one (laughs) Um, because that's what I'm going through right now. Um, I believe that most people or many people said that they were doing lots of online gym classes, yoga classes, meditation classes, stretch classes. Not I. During COVID, I ate my way through it and packed on, I think, a little more than the COVID-15. And so I realized that I really, really needed to get back into shape because I've never been this out of shape before. And so I've started gingerly going to do a bit of Pilates and a little bit of meditation and yoga. But going back to the gym is a little harder. I don't like the idea of well, not being in shape and not being able to do what I used to do at the gym and being judged. 
But also on a bigger scale, and I know from my own personal experience, fear of coming out, fear of admitting that you are different or that you're going to disappoint your family, your parents, your friends, you know, whether you're coming out as gay or transgender or, or non-binary, that's a biggie. It's absolutely a biggie. But that's the whole thing we're talking about fear is that it could be this grand thing. But also what we want to do today is talking about how it shows up in little ways too, because once you learn how to do it in the little ways, you're able to go to the bigger ones and doing it in small Little ways of like even me not being so masculine and learning to be feminine is a way of doing it. Or as you know, even just following your gut or not following your gut. So what we're saying is that fear helps you live a more authentic life. Once you break through it, once you smash it, then it brings you back to your most authentic self. So saying that... Tell us about the red lipstick. My whole purpose was to not stand out. If I wore makeup, it was light mascara with like a white. If I wore lipstick, it was like a shiny color, but not red, because red was made to stand out and also kind of give off the impression of a bimbo. And then you supported me with this in challenging me to put on red lipstick. And then what that did for me is all sorts of shit came up when I put that red lipstick on. I went on the train and I was so uncomfortable. I could feel a visceral reaction in my body of being aware of people looking at me, actually feeling unsafe in my body because of the lipstick that I had on, not wanting attention and unwanted attention, not trusting that I could take that unwanted attention. And it just brought up so much stuff and it was just fucking putting on red lipstick. And that's something that, I could just do in that moment, but then brought up all of these other bigger things. And so that really helped me out. And now it's my thing to do. If you go and look at my videos, I love my red lipstick. And it's sort of become my Wonder Woman cuffs. Like I put my red lipstick on, like I know I'm ready to show up to something and be fierce. And to know that I started being so afraid that now it's become sort of like my superpower is like really cool in just like overcoming that fear. Oh my goodness. That's, that's quite incredible because something that appears to be such a simple act, well, just bloody well put on some red lipstick. How hard can that be? Has such a profound emotional and kind of mental and perhaps even a spiritual effect on you that that simple act changed a lot and brought out a lot, but then from it, you gained a lot. You gained a new sense of self or it helped put you on the path to discover your own most authentic self, wouldn't you say? Yeah, I would absolutely say it's exactly what it did. So what story do you have about a fear that you overcome or something that was a sign that wasn't maybe so clear about fear in your life? Oh, unfortunately, I have a biggie. And it was a particularly, uh, I guess, sad or regretful moment. Not that I'm very regretful at all about my life, but this was a real game changer but five years later. <laughs> um, so 2008, I'm working at Condé Nast. I'm a fashion director of one of the magazines there. And there was the crash. There was the market crash. And boy, it was like no other. Everybody suffered, but Condé Nast, you know, really suffered, particularly as being a privately owned company. And each magazine got to deal with the consequences in their own way. And I really hated 
the way that my magazine dealt with everything, particularly dealt with me. There was an incredible lack of respect for me and what I did at the magazine and an understanding of my role, because what they didn't realize was that, yes, I was away so much, but I'm working and I worked about a third of my weekends. And anyway, that's all that's boring. Let's just say I got the rough end of a pineapple. (laughs) And I knew my gut was telling me it's time to go. It's time to go. It probably had been for a little bit before that, that, you know, I'm, I'm kind of smelling the winds of change and ignoring them. But when this happened, there's alarm bells. I know, put cotton wool in my ears, ignore them, because I was really fearful at my age, you know, kind of getting into middle age there. Where was I going to go? Who was going to want me? The tide is changing. The economy's changing. Who's hiring? Who's going to hire an old fashion director? Um, if I went freelance, who's going to book me? All of that, all of that crap was just hovering and spinning. And I chose the devil I knew. Better the devil you know. And I decided to stay where I was rather than risk getting out and making that change that was very, very necessary. And then spent the next five years in purgatory. Everything just got worse and worse and worse. And I believe that I was meant to go through that heinous experience for whatever divine reason, but it was grim. And I I should have left, should have, I hate that word, should have, but there we go. I didn't, and I stayed, and it was hell. And that's the whole thing. I think should have is one of those words that you realize that like fear is controlling the situation. But even more with your story, I think a lot of people could relate to like fear of like, what am I going to do next? This identity being wrapped up into a job and staying longer because you did stay five years longer. And then what happened after the five years? Oh, yeah. After five years, um, big corporate change, as was very common at Condé Nast, new editor in chief, all the old team get booted out. So Not only did I have five years of hell, but what was meant to happen in 2008 happened anyway. And I I got let go and had to find a new way and a new career. But this is five years older, five years later. But you know what? It led me to do what I am doing now. That was when I called a timeout Mm -hmm. on on my fashion magazine life and um, began to work on the spiritual um, side of my life, which had been long neglected, and I'm thrilled. Mm-hmm. But I think that's the thing with fear is that it's always going to have its way with us. And as it did with you, right? Like staying five years too long when your gut was running true. And I think that that's the whole point of us talking about fear today is if you listen to that gut and if you lean into it, you kind of can cut some of the pain out and get to there if you just decide to take your pain and turn it into a friend, or really the fear, and listen to it and tell you, and let it tell you what it is that you want to do. And like, you know, perfect example in your story, like you knew it was a bad situation, but the fear of this transformation got delayed five years later. Whether it was divine timing or not is a totally different conversation, but you could have leaned into there and taken five years off, but it's sort of like, that's the whole point of fear is like lean into it, like go into it versus allowing it to be the devil you know. It's going to get you anyway. You just have to acknowledge, you have to, please, I'm telling you, I'm imploring you, you have to understand that it will 
get you. If you do not lean into those things that you fear the most, that are your chief life lessons, then, as you said earlier, that's when all the pain and the illness and the bitterness and the anger set in. And we do not want that when there is a solution, which doesn't seem to make sense of breaking through, leaning in and using the fear as a tool for change. And you know what? I just did that recently. I just got so sick of living a small life during and post-COVID. And I decided, I mean, my favorite expression, which became our favorite expression, Mm -hmm. I decided to pop what we're calling a fuck it pill. Yep, you heard, a fuck it pill. Just pop that pill and just say, fuck it, what's the worst thing that could happen? So I decided that I really needed a break. You know, I used to spend my life traveling the world. I haven't traveled anywhere for seven years. It was time. I needed a change. I needed a break. I needed new scenery. I needed to be re-energized and rebooted. So I booked an expensive trip to Crete in Greece. And even though... I had no clients for the last 18 months and I was on unemployment, which stopped recently. But you know what? I didn't let that stop me from booking that ticket. I suddenly realized I needed to. And I needed to book that ticket and take the vacation to generate money coming back, to generate and work on the life that I really wanted. If I wasn't trying to create it, I was never going to receive it. So it suddenly, taking that pill, it made sense. There yeah. was logic in that. Yeah, the fucking pill, what it does is it names the fear. And it's sort of like just making, it takes it off the table and you're like, fuck it. What's the worst thing that could happen? Absolutely. And it names it. And then you could learn to navigate your way around it like you did. And for what it did for you, it was like stepping into the life that you were waiting Absolutely. for. Absolutely. And so that- No more living small. Exactly. I'm done with it. Over. So we are inviting you all to take a fuck it pill this week and to go and do something that challenges you this week, something that has you facing a fear. Let it be something little as going to the gym or as big as having a scary conversation with someone that you've been meaning to have. But this is your mission if you choose to accept it this week. And we are not going to leave you alone in doing this. And so we are going to give you a little bit of a meditation connecting you to your belly, which is your solar plexus and is also your power center to give you a little bit of that courage that you'll need to take on this challenge this week that the Mr. Connolly is going to lead us in for about two to three minutes of your time if you want to give it to us so that you could get that superpower to take this on. So for all of those of you that are remaining, I'd like you to just take a deep inhale and a loud exhale. Then I'd like you to sit up straight with a straight spine and just gently rest your hands on your knees. And we're going to do three inhales and exhales. Inhale through the nose deeply and a loud exhale from the mouth. And two more of those. Loud exhale from the mouth. And one more. And now I would like you to put your hands on your solar plexus below the rib cage and above the belly button. And 
Keep breathing as normal through the nose and out through the mouth. But now you're going to imagine that there is a golden white light coming through your crown and you're going to use your breath. Use the inhale to guide that light down to the solar plexus where your hands are. And you're going to imagine that there is a beautiful faceted citrine stone. And when the light hits it with the breath, the combination of the light and the breath hits the stone and makes the stone spin. And as that stone spins, the light is hitting all around the solar plexus area, filling up the solar plexus with beautiful golden yellow light. And you feel like your hands can feel your solar plexus throbbing, you can feel the light, you can feel the jewel spinning, and you can sense and see the whole of your solar plexus area being lit up. And now I want you to say internally to yourself or out loud, I am courageous. I am brave. I am strong. I am powerful. I am authentic. And now I want you to take a deep, deep inhale. Hold the breath. Put the hands on your knees and imagine with the exhale of breath, you're shooting it from your solar plexus right up through the crown and it's all surrounding you all around your body, giving you your shield of protection. And you are now sitting in the light of your shield of protection. And just sit with that for a moment and know that you're protected within and without. And take a deep inhale and a loud exhale and relax the hands and the body and you're back in the room. Mm. Thank you, Mark. Your voice is always so soothing. And thank you all for joining us this week and join us for the next episode where we will talk about the ego has landed. But for now, namaste, bitches. Thank you for listening to this episode of Journey Partners, where we hope that our stories and conversations are helping you on your own journey of growth. And leading to a life of joy. I'm Mark Connolly, and if you'd like to learn more about me and my work, you can go to my website, markconnollyalchemy.com, and follow me on Instagram at Mark Reiki. And I'm Tonya Gajuso, and if you'd like to learn more about me, 
and the work that I do, you go to my website, tonyag.com, and follow me on Instagram at tonya.g1. Peace out, partners. And see you next episode.